Let's get it poppin'. What's up, y'all? It's episode seven of Your House, Our Rules, the sports podcast. And it's the week after the Super Bowl. Got it done a little bit late this week, but you know we're on it now. And uh, as you guys can see up here, Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Now, there's a lot of stuff that happened. I think the last time when we were talking about the Cincinnati Bengals game, I think that it was like our due diligence to not talk about the refereeing right away and save it to the end of the <laughs> podcast. But at this point in time, after fucking the bullshit that we saw in both conference championships and the Super Bowl, I think that we kind of need to say something about the holding call that basically gave the Chiefs the game. Now, I don't want to sit here and say that it gave them the game, because like they were probably going to score where they were at in the on the field, they probably were going to be able to kick a field goal. But it left the Eagles absolutely no time to drive down the field. And the way that the Eagles were playing that game offensively, they probably were going to have a chance at scoring in the next minute and fifty. So, how do you guys feel about that? Do you guys think that that was a holding call? Do you think that that should have been called? What what's up? We'll start we'll start with you, Stolzy. What's up? I do like it. Okay, so it was a hold. Definitely. But- 110 percent it was a hold the player even came out said it was a hold i held him i got caught my problem with it is the exact same two players in the first quarter went over the middle on a third down he got away with a hold and at that point right there is when you set the baseline for what you're allowed to get away with for the entire game that's what you're supposed that's exactly what you're supposed to go by yes sir so and I don't and I don't like the people that are saying it's that point of the game you can't call that. No, the rules are the rules. You got to call the rules. You can't just because oh man that would suck to end their season on this. Like dude, it's a flag. Our season ended on a flag. We weren't mad about that flag. We were mad about seven flags that weren't thrown. I think that our flag you know I, mean? I think that our flag was a little bit more of like like it was, it was a little more bit more warranted. Play. It was it was a little bit more sure. warranted. It was a lot more warranted. Like I was like it say was a lot. It was it was a fucking thing. But like you said before, and this is where the stance that I am. You set a standard at the beginning of the game with the way that you're calling the things. The game was very well. Super Bowl was very well officiated mm-hmm. game. They were letting them play. That's what I like to see. Now the fact of the matter is, they call a ticky tack foul like that in the last two minutes of the game to basically make sure that they're not going to have a rebuttal when when Kansas City eventually scores, that's when I'm like, okay, this is a little bit rigged. Now, I will say this straight up. There is definitely... The, the, the league definitely wants Kansas City to do well. They definitely wanted them to win the game. And I think at this point in time that it's pretty fucking blatant. I mean, at the end of the game, you can talk about how, like, um, what was it, Jones come up and, like, is literally picking... The commissioner like, yeah, of the like, NFL up in the air giving him a hug. And it's like That's how I hug my son when I get home from work. Exactly. It's like what like, what the fuck is going on here? Like you're gonna do this on live television? Like are we playing favorites? Fucking Mike, you got anything to say about this shit? I mean, they couldn't have made that more obvious if they had to. <laughs> right? I mean, seriously. I don't care how you uh, hit the quarterback. That's what that's what it was said that he said. I mean, it wasn't the clearest audio, but it's what it sounded like he said to me. So I mean, Continue. I don't know about all the, you know, conspiracies around, you know, the NFL being scripted or anything like that. But uh you're right, Stolzy, in the sense that you are setting a standard early on in that game that this is how we're gonna call the game. Okay, regardless of, you know, who it's on, what happens, you gotta call it down the down the middle. And I don't think that they did that on a couple of occasions during the Super Bowl. And you're right, Spilly. It's like they were kind of leaning towards that team 
at the end of the game to have the opportunity to win. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, regardless, it was a hell of a game. Yeah, it, it really was. was. It that's was a what, hell of a game. That's what fucking sucks about it because it Correct. was it was one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen since like uh, since like the game. New England and and uh, Seattle Super Bowl. It was a hell of yeah. a game, and for it to end like that. Stolzy texted us in the group chat like immediately afterwards. He's like, no way this game just ended like that. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It was almost like you're waiting for the next quarter to begin. Mm-hmm. And it was the end of the game. Like, seriously, it was a great game. But it was like we were going 100 miles an hour and just stopped. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, again, yeah. Kansas City's defensive coordinator made some a few adjustments at halftime. And I think they they put the right, uh, you know, play calling in place for their defense to stifle Jalen Hurts a little bit to where you know he he was on the you know his tippy toes the whole time trying to figure out you know what he needed to do to to get the ball down the field so his team could score and i think that was a huge and he they did that against the Bengals too yeah De- sec- i mean definitely defense I, killed him i i think that they did a little bit better against the Bengals, but that also might be because of our offensive line because when it that comes sucked. down to it jalen hurts fucking was the mvp of that game like yeah he was mahomes, he played a hell of a mahomes game mahomes played a good game his numbers he didn't necessarily really show game. it but jalen hurts had a fucking all-star game and this is what i'll say about the eagles i have doubted the eagles all year now, the defense is one thing. Offensively, I had a lot of question marks about Jalen Hurts and the way that their offense operated. The, those questions were answered this year. He is the real deal. For him to step up as early as he is in the Super Bowl the way that he did, that man has a hell of a career ahead of him. Now, if we can switch it over to the other side of the, the, the ball, I don't think that the Philadelphia Eagles were a top-five defense after watching them in the Super Bowl. They got absolutely murdered. There's no way you're going to tell me that you're a top five defense letting up fucking 35 points. No way. No. They got easiest. Yeah, they got, they got we talked destroyed. about it last week. Mm-hmm. Easiest schedule in the entire or second easiest schedule in the entire NFL. Mm-hmm. It can't be that hard to rack up sacks and low point totals when that's your schedule. Mm-hmm. Can I say something real you know quick? I mean? Mosey? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. I just, uh, top of my mind before I forget this, it's crazy to think about that, Stolze. Like you said, second easiest schedule in the league, and three of the teams out of their division made the playoffs. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, that's true, but the NFC was so goddamn beat up. Weak. That, yeah, it, it's just all around a weak thing, and you know, we can sit here and say that like three of those teams made the playoffs, and the, those were like the three best teams, but like, let, let's look at that. New York, as Jack said a couple episodes ago, he said that team overachieved this year. They were a team that wasn't supposed to be that good and ended up being that good. That's why they made it. Even Washington was pretty good, but they didn't make the playoffs. And Dallas was easily the most overrated team. Their defense was definitely ship caliber defense, but when it comes down to it, Zeke had an awful year. Fucking and Dak Prescott is just not the quarterback that that everyone in Dallas wants him to be or thinks that he is. He's just not. Offensively, they're not a sound team, and there was no thing. When it came down to it, when you're looking at the first round in the first round of the NFC, San Francisco, Eagles. Those were the only two teams that I saw on there that stood a chance at the Super Bowl. So now we're here, and you know. It, when it came down to it, I, I'll give you this. I was impressed by Eagles. I did not think that they were going to play that well against um, the against the Chiefs. I thought their defense would be a little bit of the better better side of the ball, and it wasn't. The offense was the better side of the ball. And the thing about it too, they're a primarily running team. And you know, I saw some stuff on Facebook and stuff about like how the running the the running game did not play all that well. Jalen Hurts had like doubled the yards out of everyone else. They passed, and that hasn't been their style all year. So. Yeah. 
That's just like I said last week in the Super Bowl preview, where I was, where I said if 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 Philadelphia can't run the ball, and it comes down to quarterback versus quarterback, you have got to put Mahomes in that game, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what it was. I mean, first play from scrimmage, Miles Sanders, yeah, fumbles the ball scrimmage, mm-hmm. and then he ended up having like three carries the entire game. Gainwell couldn't get anything going. Boston Scott had nine yards. Like Jalen Hurts, literally, it was almost like a college football offense when you look back at it, like to the point where it was like, okay, Jalen Hurts is our best athlete. We're just going to go down. We're going to give him a ball and we go down with our best player. Let him make a play. And now I wonder how much of that was affected by the fact that he's just so new and teams are still trying to kind of figure him out and the fact that they weren't prepared for that. Because, like, I think that Kansas City was. Correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I think they were more prepared for a run game in the first half, and that's why the Eagles jumped out so so quickly because they they threw the ball. They're like, we're gonna make Jalen fucking throw this ball, and Jalen threw the ball and he threw it well. Well, and it was weird too because like even the AJ Brown touchdown wasn't anything like it wasn't a dime. It wasn't like a great route. Like the mm-hmm. cornerback literally just got lost from where he was and where the ball was. Yeah. So it was like you know just it was like we were saying, dude, like. When they have to pass the ball, they don't have any, like, scheming like the Chiefs do. Like, sometimes the Bengals show that they do where they'll scheme a guy open or they'll get a mismatch. It's literally just, like, throw the ball to Devontae Smith, Goddard, and A.J. Brown. Just throw it up beyond the sticks and hope they come down with it. Like, Goddard made, like, three ridiculous catches yeah. in that game yeah. on, on Sunday night. Yeah, and there were there were a couple, you know, instances in that game where there were like questionable calls of whether or not it was a catch or not like that. And bringing it back to the officiating uh, uh, again, I think that most of it was pretty good except for that one where they basically gave the Chiefs a fifth down or another down again. I can't remember exactly which one it was. Do, you, do either of y'all remember, but it was it was no, what happened was they threw it and then they ruled it a complete pass. But the replay played, and then they had like some sort of like clock functioning thing where they went up and stopped it again, and then yeah, they threw the challenge. Then they, they threw the challenge flag yeah. after a play was already ran because they snapped it yeah. back. It's like gave them more time to look at the angles. Right. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. another. It's another Bengals it's, Chiefs situation, man. It's like they right. just give them another. You know, okay, well they didn't succeed on yeah. this one. Let's just kind of figure out a, a rule that's deep in that rule book and say this is what we're gonna call and and give them another opportunity. Right. And like these are the rules, but the thing about it is they allowed them to throw a challenge flag when the challenge flag wasn't thrown in the first place. Now, did it end up? Did they end up overruling the the challenge flag or, or ruling against the challenge flag? Yes. They no, still- they. they- no, they still yeah, ruled it. Yeah. They still ruled it a catch. So, the, like, the Chiefs did nothing but lost a fucking timeout for that. Right. But if you ask me, I think the only reason why that happened is because you know we had the fifth down play from the week before or two weeks before. We had all that bullshit that happened. I think that they were like, you know what? If we let them do this again, we might have a little bit too much on our hands. So we're just going to need to give him the catch because I don't really think that it was a catch. But you know, it's one of those things where now that we're starting to get into this. It's hard to define what it catches anymore. Like sometimes it makes sense, sometimes it doesn't. Like like if that was if that was considered a catch, then the Buffalo Cincinnati game when uh, when Chase had that had two legs down and then fucking fumbled it a little bit and still got another leg down and they they ruled that an incompletion. That should have been a catch. That's a catch. Yeah. Yes. See, the you thing is, though, is that they don't consider the end zone an extension of the actual playing field. Yeah. If it's if the catch would have went out of either side of out of bounds and not out of the back of the end zone, it would have been a catch. 
but because he went, there's weird rules because T got caught on one of these earlier in the season where he caught the ball, but he was going backwards and he caught it with two feet, like two tiptoes right on the outside or right on the very back edge of the back of the end zone. And they said that it's not a catch, even though he got his two feet in because he didn't get his heels in. He's going backwards. So you can't just get your two toes. Yep, they have weird the rules. I don't know. Back I, thought, I thought Super that once weird. I thought though in the end zone because it's different if you're like going out of bounds or something like that. But once you have possession and two feet are down in the end zone, and Jamar had two feet it's down. Different with catching the ball. Not if you're it's, going it's backwards. Different with catching the ball. Yep. If you're going forwards and to the side, it's fine. See, but if you're going backwards, it's it's not. See, and that's, you got to have the whole foot down. And that's what we need to start getting like rules together and like having a cohesive rule that is able to be used because it's confusing people when they're doing one week one thing and one week the other and now there's a lot of people talking about you know introducing reviewing into the game more than it already is which i i i don't necessarily agree with that i think that we need to have limits to it it can be a useful tool but at the same time it might slow down the game and that kind of takes away from the integrity of the game so and i agree with that but at the same time it's like you're saying you want the ability you got to get it right and it's like you got to kind of have a balance between both of what you're saying spilly kind of a you know a change a little bit of a change in cohesiveness in the rule Mm -hmm. and then maybe a little bit more of the review side of things so they make sure they get it right but the point here's what i don't understand about one second the point is, if you want to do that, the original point that I was trying to make was that you need to have these cohesive rules. If you want to be yes. able to inter- introduce re- reviewing into it, we need to have an right. understanding of what is a catch and what's not a catch, what is a penalty and what's not a penalty. But I agree. That, they got to tighten that up. Yeah, but you know what? That's yeah. when it gets a little bit too broad. You know, a lot of things can happen. So uh, I kind of understand it to an extent. Continue, Stolzy. Um, what I don't understand is when somebody is challenging a play, like they always talk about the ruling on the field. I don't understand why any of that matters. Like I'm challenging the rule on the field. I think you're wrong. So why are we, why is what I think you got wrong? Why is that the baseline that we set? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that the call on the field should matter when I'm, when I think you got it wrong. I think there should be like literally some dude whose job only his job is to sit there and sit in front of 15 screens and only look at play challenges. That's all he does. He's not watching the game. He doesn't know what quarter it is. He doesn't know what week the game is. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, he has no nothing. Just look at the play, know the rules, and what what do you think the, the call is? Yeah. The play on the field should not matter. Just well, this is what the angle is. I, I kind of don't think it does matter, and that's just because after you we've gotten to well, like, that's why you have to have circumstance. That's why you have to have video to, evidence to overturn. Yes. You're supposed to have circum. Or you're supposed to be able to overturn the call. There's a rule on the field. You're supposed to have substantial evidence that proves that that was not the way it was in order to do it. But when it comes down right. to it, I think it's just evolved into a point now where they look at it and they make a fucking ruling based on that. There, the, the whole, the whole the what the ruling on the field needs to stand i just kind of think they've thrown it out the window which i think they should do That's them saying that we don't know like we yeah. don't know if we got it right or not but we're just going with it exactly. that's literally what that is saying. yeah exactly and it's like that should not be a thing we have every camera in the world with eight thousand megapixels 4k yeah. streaming yeah. everything you could want every single angle yeah 
Like, and did you see also? We that, should get this shit right. Did you see also that uh, Collinsworth tweeted out the the picture that they were playing on the Megatron up at Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, that's he was weird, like, dude. And he was like, he was like, we were questioning why people were questioning the call. He was like, we thought it was a clear a hold, and he was like, well, I, I mean. <laughs> If you want to get into the whole conspiracy thing, which like I kind of already fucking blatantly said before, I think that the, they have a wanting for the Chiefs to fucking win the game. I think oh, that they did I, that. I so literally people- think that. I literally think that it was just to get traction on the game. Like, if if the NFL PR machine can control what angle or like what pictures are getting out from the broadcast, mm-hmm. then they're gonna have so many more clicks when. If that picture is not going around, it's debunked right away. Yeah. If you're just showing the one where all you see is his hand on his back and then he just goes, yeah. it looks way like you're going to get way more clicks and engagements just based off arguments alone. Well, yep. Because nobody saw that tug until I, like, I literally sent it to you guys like 45 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Look what we're doing right now. We're talking about it. That's yeah, exactly right. what they want. That's exactly what you're talking about, Stolzy, is, yeah. is exactly what they want. And that's, and, I mean, look at their, look at their history, dude. Like, the NFL does not care about their reputation. They all they no. care about is the money coming in and oh, their bottom course. line and, and here's, free marketing. And here's the thing too: Jack would usually be <clears throat> joining us on this podcast or whatever. He's taking a break from the NFL because the fucking the Bengals lost and he's all pissed off. I'll just be fucking honest about that. But he didn't watch the game. Like he 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 took his right to boycott. He knew exactly what it was that he was doing. He was like, I know that it's not going to fucking really do anything to the machine that is the NFL. But he's like, I need a break. And I was like, I understand that. Now, when you look at, at the the ratings that they had, 113 million people. It was the second most viewed Super Bowl of all time. So the whole, like, we're going to boycott and shit like that, it really doesn't work. It's really not mm-hmm. going to work because people are still watching the game. And you know what? Maybe a lot of that has to do with the fact that the Chiefs are in it because love them or hate them, people still want to see the Chiefs. They either want to see them win or they want to see them lose. And a lot of people want to see them lose but they didn't get to see that, which means next year they're going to want to see him lose anymore, even more, and they're going to tune in. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I and mean, like, I don't, thing. I don't. Good. Good. Uh, good, Stolzy. Uh, but like, I, I'm not obviously. I speak for. I'm not going to say every Bengals fan, but like, I'm speaking for like 99 percent of just football fans. When Joe Burrow isn't playing football, I want to watch Pat Mahomes. Period. As a football fan. <clears throat> so just to put that out there, we're not just salty Bengals fans. Like, yeah, no. 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 I mean, Absolutely. I, I, you're definitely right. But at the same time, we need to not play favorites as a fucking NFL, as an organization for the NFL. And it's pretty yep. blatant. Yeah. When you see things like Mahomes throw a no-look pass and it goes incomplete, but they show it on replay for fucking weeks on end. It's like, what? what? He didn't complete a well, fucking they know, pass. They know who. Right, but they know who is bringing in dollars, who's selling jerseys. Who, like, it's literally the same thing. Was like ESPN is oh, LeBron yeah. Center. Yeah. Like, yep. it's the same exact thing where they know what's gonna bring. Like, okay, what what are we gonna talk about? Devin Booker. Like, yeah, he had a seventy point game, but outside of that seventy point game, what has he done for us? You know what I mean? LeBron. Every single day, we can talk about him, right? Because he's chasing records. He's in the finals. He's doing this, doing that. Yeah. They're good at getting I mean, their so like they're gonna they're gonna push the guys that give them more of course money obviously and I feel like part of the reason why he gets every call like LeBron okay they they call everything that like you touch them and they're like come on no come on no he gets everything you know what I don't know about that Mike I don't know I don't know if you know what his foul percentages look like Detroit Pistons of the nineties 
just look at. I mean, look at what they did to to Jordan, and he came back. He's like, dude, I gotta get like lean. I gotta get beefy. LeBron was the like, fucking get, Detroit LeBron would have been the biggest player on that court the Detroit, in the nineties. Fucking Detroit, <laughs> Detroit Pistons of the nineties were the fucking most physical basketball people. team to ever fucking step. That's on the what floor. I'm saying, dude. But that that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't. And have LeBron that would in be the biggest player on that floor. Yeah, but it didn't matter. It didn't okay. matter, dude. There we're were things that they did. I'm not even getting into that anyway. Yeah, we're not going to say. You can tell my hatred no. for LeBron. Um, I what I was what I was gonna say is I feel like Kansas City now is like the New England Patriots from oh, the no. years. I mean, there was the, I I really feel like that's the case here. Oh yeah. And look at some of the calls and and things that happened during a couple of the Super Bowls. You know that you know Tom Brady's in because they knew that that was gonna bring in mm-hmm. the dollars and cents for them. Yeah. And, that's what it's about. It's my, about money and revenue. I mean, tuck rule, bro. My cousin tuck rule. That's exactly right. My cousin Jeff was talking about the other day. He's like, they're gonna they're gonna fucking allow a couple other teams to be good for the next couple years, but as long as Mahomes is still on the Chiefs and Andy Reid is still there, he's like, they're gonna be that team because, like I said before. You like to watch them play, whether you want them to lose or whether you want them to win, you're watching the game. So, yep. I mean, does anyone have – we can mm-hmm. move on a little bit. We've talked a lot about the refereeing and the, and the things that – a couple of the things. I didn't think that uh, the Eagles' defense was all that impressive. Um, you know, Mahomes did Mahomes things. It was a little bit of a lackluster performance. Uh, I don't quite understand how uh, – oh, someone help me out. Who was the, who was the guy who run, uh, recovered the fumble? And had nine fucking sacks or nine fucking tackles or whatever. I literally just heard the name. Yeah, it's not Chris Jones, was it? No, it was. No. It was their defensive end. I think he is. He had a fumble recovery and like nine fucking solo tackles or something, and like two sacks or some bullshit like that, bro. He was fucking the absolute most dominant player on the field. But we give it to Mahomes because you know it's Mahomes. So it's Mahomes. That's yeah. what what brings in the revenue. <laughs> yeah, uh, you think that defensive end's gonna get that much clout? No, no and, it's gotta be and, it's gotta be Mahomes, and dude. That's definitely where it is. I watched this uh, video actually earlier this week about um, it went through the uh, every year the the Super Bowl era Nick Bolton. and uh, Nick Bolton. That was it. Yeah, give him his flowers. Yeah, you get my MVP, brother. Okay, fucking you know, <laughs> us at your house, our rules. You For rule sure. today. Okay. Um, but I was watching this video that was, uh, it went through every Super Bowl year and took the MVP and it said if there was no, or if quarterbacks didn't exist, who would get the MVP because a quarterback wins it every year. Now I will preface this by saying that quarterbacks, they're, they're the leaders of the, uh, on the field. They're the ones calling the plays they're the ones reading the defense. Like they, for the most part, the, if they have a decent year, they deserve it. But, like, I was going through and, like, the dude was naming and, like, he was talking about J.J. Watt and, like, I think it was the years that, like, he was beating the Bengals in playoff games and shit like that. He said that, like, the the dude's stats were absolutely ridiculous. There was absolutely no reason why he should get snubbed for a fucking MVP that year. But, you know, quarterbacks exist, so we got to give it to a quarterback. So Well, that's why why they have, like, defensive player of the year and that's why, like, offensive rookie of the year – or not – rookie of the year but they have like offensive player of the year yeah. that that's the mvp not that's not yeah. playing quarterback and let, let like let's not also also forget that in the past super bowl that we just had the chiefs not only scored off a fumble that they scooped for a touchdown but also late in the game the fucking eagles out kicked the coverage and the dude ran for like a 50 yard punt return and put him on the five yep. yard line now i yep. will say this 
And that that's, was a mid-season that's, pickup. That's a, yeah, that's a, but that's a testament to just how well the, the the defense and special teams and like the the Chiefs being an all-around good team is to winning games because Mahomes he didn't have the numbers that he did, but at the end of the day he played a good game. He wasn't on the field. I mean, shit into the third until the third quarter. I think it was something like they were like forty minutes into the game of playtime, and the yeah, Eagles the had the ball for like twenty five minutes compared to fifteen. It was some yeah, ridiculous yeah. time of possession like that. But so. that's the thing, man. Those are those are the that's what wins you games, man. Special teams, defense. There's you know there's obviously there's times when you've got those luck plays. And things like that, but dude, it's special teams, defense. It's not always the quarterback, but yet they get the MVP yep. at the end of the day. It, it's nice to not all have to put it on one person. Nice to have a good, yep. well-rounded team, and, and that's the team that wins. Yep, yep, absolutely. And when it comes down to it, I think that next year, I mean, they, the 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 Eagles just lost their offensive and defensive coordinator, so they're, they're rough. Up, up, that is up rough. in the air how they're going to do next year. I probably think that they don't win their division. They might still be a playoff team. I don't know if they'll necessarily be. The, the best team in the NFC again. I think the, the San Francisco has some quarterback issues to do, but, you know, Pur- Purdy will be back, and they've proven that they can win with Purdy. So I think that when it comes down to it, though, Kansas City, Bengals, and San Francisco are the three best all-around teams that are going to be in the league next year. Uh, the offseason has to happen for all of the teams, but those are looking like the three favorites for the Super Bowl. And, uh, For sure. Yeah, I mean, we can get a little bit into some of the other stuff with the Super Bowl, but I did kind of want to get your um, your uh, opinions. I get Bolton my MVP. I want to get a fucking um, MVP, and I want a postseason, preseason uh, prediction of the Super Bowl next year. So let's do MVPs first. Uh, who, who do you give it to, Stolzy? Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's got to be Nick Bolton for me. Like just, I mean, as much as it was just right place, right time, it was like literally that was the spark to get them back into that game because it was like the Eagles are driving on that on that drive and like they might have went out went up there and you know they could have went up 17, 21 points like it could have got ugly quick yep. and um, but yeah so I think it's Nick Bolton and um I do it's like as long as the Bengals stay healthy, bro, I'm literally gonna take them. Regard like they they had the be- they between every team in the AFC they got the deepest roster they returned literally just about everybody this year pending a couple free agent signings, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna take the Bengals out of the AFC and right now as it sits, just because I mean some obviously shit can change, but I'll probably go Niners because the Eagles have a shitload of free agents coming up um and they have a lot of defensive guys on. On offense that are co- and and offense that are coming up, like Miles Sanders is coming up, Boston Scott's coming up, and Dominican Sue's coming up. So right now I'm just, I'm rocking with the Niners. Yeah, my, even though they lost their defensive coordinator. That's that's exactly yeah. what I was gonna say about uh fucking the the predictions for Super Bowl. I'm going with the Bengals and the 49ers is my preseason postseason prediction. So and I do think that the Bengals are gonna win it next year. I think we'll we'll go nice one and two record against the Niners in the Super Bowl. Joe and plus, ain't, Joe ain't and plus now that we know that it's scripted, like that's a hell of a script. You can't can't give it to Kansas City two in a row for fucking for this early. Maybe a couple years down the line, but you know, let the Bengals get their little shot and you know, their redemption against San Francisco. So yeah, that's where. Uh, okay, I'm at. so let me just in case Zach Taylor somehow finds this clip. This postseason right here 
is why you challenge that touchdown for Jamar Chase in week one. This is why you don't fuck around with Cooper Rush in week two. This is why you start the season 2-0. and You get the fucking one seed that you have the team that's built for it with the quarterback, mm-hmm. and you take the home field advantage with the fucking bye. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah. And I think that would have potentially happened if Burrow and the, those guys had an opportunity to play in the in the preseason. Yeah, it's there, there was because a lot those happened. first two or three games were like For the sure. Bengals preseason, uh, pretty I th- much. I think that we've created a standard in Cincinnati that they're going to come out hot next year, and I would argue that outside of Kansas City and Buffalo, I don't really see us fucking not getting the number one seed. So we'll see. MVPs and predictions. Oh, what was Von Miller's contract? I don't know. Uh, for me, I'm actually this the th- I'm in agreement with you guys on that. I, I really think it's the Niners and the Bengals, and I think the Bengals should take it. I mean, the question is now: Do we go all in this this uh, preseason? Like do this you, right now? Do we go all in right? I mean, for everything because this is our best opportunity, in my opinion, to win a Super Bowl. Because look at the free agents, the unrestricted free agents next year. There's 15 of them, mm-hmm. and 14 of them are extremely important yeah. to our roster. And I really feel like this is the year that we have the abilities to to do uh, the first, you know, number one seed, the you know, uh, home field advantage through the playoffs. I mean, I we have the opportunity to get to that point. So I feel like we go all in. Uh, right now, and and just ride this. F- I need this, ride this wave. I need so. your MVP if, uh, of the Super Bowl before we start doing that. And honestly, I don't know if I want to start getting into all this fucking free agency fucking and and stuff like that. No, it's it's confusing. It, I mean, not, I looked not all that, up. It's not crazy. that it's just a lot, and we're already at. Mm-hmm. We're already we could at have a whole minutes, episode so. on that. I really. want for running back next year. Yeah, though. and we That's might. What, yeah, I, I think I, I already know. I'm I'm interested to see what this podcast goes to. We might start doing a little bit more of that because right now, you know, we watch college basketball a little bit, but I don't see myself getting into the NBA and following that religious enough to do a sports podcast. And I would like to do MMA, but I just don't know if I have anybody who would want to do it. So it might be a lot of like off-season NFL transactions and stuff like that. So we'll get into that a little bit next week. But I, my, in my opinion, yes, we need to fucking spend some money and, and make build a dominant team this year, and let some of these younger kids that we drafted learn underneath these people. But MVP yeah, for the Super Bowl. The mentors. Yeah. My MVP for the Super Bowl, honestly. Uh, I'm going to give it to somebody on the Eagles. I mean, can I do that? Yeah. I don't uh, yeah. Fuck. Dude, you know, the, the, the kid came out and played a hell of a game for his first mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. A hell of a game. And you, like you said, Stolze, if they don't run the ball and have success, they're not going to be in that game at all. Well, guess what? They didn't run the ball as successful they as they probably wanted to. Yeah. And they were fucking in that game. Yeah. They were in that game. And that is a testament to how far that kid has come in, you know, just a few years in, in the NFL. When a lot of people are like, you know, and eh, Jalen Hurts, I don't know, you know, like, you know, drafting him and stuff. Like, they they were, you know, they had conflicted uh, feelings on him, and, and he just stepped up. And, I mean, do you think he's better than Lawrence? Yeah. The Jaguars? Yeah. Yeah, and see, the, the people would put him well, almost well, close to, to to Burrow. We'll have to we'll have to see. I think this year, yes, definitely for sure. I, I, for sure, I'd like to see after free agency, after losing the offensive and defensive coordinator, after all that, him being a young guy, him being figured out a little bit more next year. 
Next year is going to be where he really fucking sets himself apart from being that that guy who had one good year and being like an elite quarterback in the NFL. For sure. Kind of like a Dak Prescott did that one year when he had a hell of an offensive line. You know what I mean? Like he had one really good year and Uh, hasn't played a role since. And like we can can peg on that a little bit about the Super Bowl too. The fucking Eagles offensive line is without a doubt the best offensive line. It's not even close. It's not even close. That's what helps someone like a Jalen Hurts become <clears throat> successful. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can almost give the MVP to their offensive line, although I wouldn't. But still, I mean, that's yeah. he, he he stepped up and he yeah. played a hell of a game. Yeah. So kudos to him yeah. for that. And, like, I could even, on the other side of the ball, too, Travis Kelsey had a big had a big game, not necessarily yep. like numbers. But the, when they came out the gate, they had nothing for Kelsey. They had absolutely nothing. And then they had to double him up, and that opened up the rest of their offense. So, Juju Smith yeah. Schuster had a great game, too. He did, but he's still fucking. I hate, yeah, I hate him because he was a former <laughs> Steeler. All but day yes, on Twitter I, today. No, absolutely. He was getting cooked on Twitter well, he by every single pro, all these pro players, dude. He was getting cooked. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. To stay on the subject of the Super Bowl, did you guys look into look at that video I sent you about? Uh, no. The, I know that condition. I know that the fucking uh, sod or fucking like natural glass or whatever is really bad. Mm. It's, it's it... okay. This is a decent little wormhole. Okay, so this guy Ali Conley on Twitter went rewatched the game every single every single snap. The Eagles defense had a player slip on thirty eight percent of Patrick Mahomes' dropbacks. Five times they had multiple slippages in one play. The Chiefs defense had a player slip on only 14% of Jalen Hurts dropbacks with no multiples. Now, the weird thing about this, George Toma is a diehard Chiefs fan who had to be told by Roger Goodell last season that he needs to stop rooting for the Chiefs because in the offseason, he he works for the Chiefs, so he's affiliated with the NFL, and this is his last year ever. Wait, Goodell is? Uh, no. No. Oh. The uh, George Toma, the dude that does this. Like, <laughs> I he's like, such an out. I thought such you an said Goodell. I was like, what? No, no, no. Okay. So Toma well is be. Toma is such an out and out like Chiefs fan that Goodell had to tell him to like cool it because you're affiliated with the NFL and we can't show bias. Yeah. And then maybe not the get clip fucking hugged by a defensive line. Well, that's, that's what, what I was saying. just about to say. Is yeah. the clip, he might as well be. The clip comes out of him getting fa- of him fanboying and getting picked up off the ground. So obviously ass. nothing. It's a little fucking weird to think, and we and they kept they kept showing how many different times the Eagles players kept sh- switching their cleats. Mm-hmm. Like remember they kept showing they like showed the, the cart. Yeah, they showed the yeah, cart. Yeah, the there car. was a whole mountain yeah. of them, they and did. they made a point to say that they were not that the Chiefs weren't slipping. Yeah. Now, no, I mean the percentages they just did show the were Chiefs like just know? Did the Chiefs just know what? cleats to wear yeah they weren't gonna slip and so much they like the, yeah. they just didn't get the information the, right the like, eagles didn't get the information the right gate, away shoe gate right. fucking right hey turf like gate, said tom brady gate. and the, the patriots it's all Bay scripted <laughs> at kansas city is the new patriots i mean a 20 fan. a 24 percent difference on slipping yeah that's like, that's such a random thing to be a huge difference and out like a lot like it, they're both playing on the same field. Why is it so much different? Well, I wonder if, like, is there a, a, a grass or whatever they're playing on? Is that something that Kansas City was more familiar with than Philadelphia was? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, is I don't that, know that. The, 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 because they I'm both saying. play on that, both of their home fields are natural I'm, grass. Are natural, yeah, but I'm are saying they? when they play the teams yeah. in the NFC versus the AFC and the climates that they're in, I mean, is there well, different that was a grass? Whole, that was a brand well, new type of field, though. No. That wasn't. 
it was being made for like two years. Now, here's the thing about it too: when you're talking, like whole... when you're talking about Philadelphia and Kansas City, there are definitely different types of land there. You're talking about fucking building something on top of sand out in the desert, and then the other two places are like more fucking rocky clay, sod, whatever right. the hell it is. So maybe that has something to do with it. But oh, neither of those teams should have an advantage or disadvantage because of that, because they don't normally play at that stadium. Now, I will say this, it being State Farm and Mahomes being the guy from State Farm, maybe they fucking told him, like, hey, man, get some get some longer cleats on there. So there's just there's a lot of sketch shit Dude, going there's on. There's a lot of shit, yeah. I mean, we could get into that the, forever. Uh, the, I do, uh, do want to... Chiefs play in Arizona earlier this year? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. And I don't know if the cart or if the Eagles did either, but they'd be more likely to. Doesn't yeah, matter. Would. But we we need to move well, on. I'm from- just saying, like maybe they would know. So week seven, week eighteen, they played at the Arizona. Did they? So they played on the field like five weeks before the Super Bowl. So maybe they. Right. Just knew. That's what I'm saying. Is there a familiarity that they have versus the that's other? What, team yeah, that's that- why I went and looked it up. I'm, yep, there you go. I don't care what you guys have to say. It's but Shoegate. I like this. I like the shit that I said way Shoegate. better. Like, it's fucking, fucking like, Cleagate. Goddamn, <laughs> goddamn Goodell's giving him the answers. It's it C. It's C. When in doubt, go with C. Yeah. Goddamn. 100%. 80% of the time. It's like Sex Panther. Yeah, 60% right. of the time. It works, it works every time. time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh-huh. But uh, well, let's move on from the actual game and fucking Sodgate or whatever the fuck we want to call it. That's uh, exactly what the, they're calling the it. The only Sodgate. Yeah. Okay. Shit. I fucking, like that. Hey, I like it. I'm better than Shoe Got got my vote. The one thing that I want to ask about the uh, Super Bowl outside of that is like outside the game is you know the whole commercial halftime performance and stuff like that. Um, you know we have the. I personally thought that Rihanna had a fucking phenomenal performance, even though I like I I love I love her music. (laughs) What I love the most about it is like getting on Facebook and Twitter afterwards and fucking you're in like a who day (laughs) fucking thing and you get these like forty, fifty year old men and women who are like (laughs) worst halftime performance ever. It's like you get over your fucking self, man. If it's not A C D C I don't want it. Yeah, I would Bruce Springsteen. The the fucking halftime performance that ACDC plays is the halftime performance I'm not fucking watching. Okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not watching that entire game. I was I was with you, Spilly, when this one happened, but Bruno Mars still to this day is my favorite one that I've seen. He killed it. That wasn't my favorite. My I like the Tom Tom Petty was probably my favorite. And then you have like Bruno was up there, but you gotta remember when we were kids you had like Tom Petty, Paul McCartney, Bruce Springsteen, shit shit like that. Yeah, I wasn't watching those though. Yeah, I was playing the man with the ball in the basement. Like Uh, I I was Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he that's the age different. His, I've got a whole year He's coloring yeah, in his coloring were, book. <laughs> yeah. And but uh yeah, I thought Rihanna had a fucking phenomenal halftime performance. I thought last year with the whole hip hop one had a really cool set design, but I thought they topped it this year with the like fucking Super Smash Brothers platforms dropping down and shit like that. I was like, yeah, this is dope. And she's pregnant, so it was like I did I did have to say I was like, I'm not going to sit here and act like I want to see another wardrobe mount function at the Super Bowl. But this would be the Thank year you. to do it. Thank this you. Definitely would be the year to do it. I got shit on for that at the party I went to. I'm for like, saying well, that? Yeah, I'm like, I was pissed because she was wearing so much clothing. Yeah. Well, she was pregnant. Well, I saw something that I was know, funny. I too. know, and like, someone said that, and I was like, so. And, yeah, <laughs> I saw something that was funny Rihanna. too. They were like, uh, they're like, 
you guys aren't impressed with this halftime show when she's pregnant. He was like, go ask your wife to get on a on a platform a, suspended 150 right. feet in the air when she's pregnant and see how that goes for you. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, ASAP Rocky's down there just recording the whole Film thing on his phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Dude, I mean, I thought I and you know what? It kind of was it kind of was nice to see a little bit like less promiscuous fucking side of the Super Bowl and stuff like that. Cause like you had, what was it? JLo last year or whatever. And you know, we've had like Katy Perry or whatever. And usually they, 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 you know, objectify them a little bit as they usually do with like top level pop female singers, just to see a nice regular, like performance from a female thing. It was, it was cool. I yeah. Was, it. I, she, she killed it. She really killed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there were some times where she did some promiscuous shit. Like she like kind of she grabbed her ass and like did some things like that and people like the people in my office were like ah she how can she do that with all those kids watching I'm like those kids have seen worse than that like shut up you that's how kidding. them kids were made goddamn it yeah exactly <laughs> exactly those kids made it the halftime show I mean it's it's whatever I I just think she individually it, she killed it and I mm-hmm. I agree with you Spilly the the set design and her being raised up and lowered and shit like that that was sweet mm-hmm. i thought that was dope as shit for sure you guys have any uh commercials that stuck out to you i i remember i was kind of busy with like social media and stuff in between commercials yeah. i didn't watch too many <laughs> a lot of people were talking about the tubi one i remember that one the came Doobie on commercial, i looked up i like, looked up i saw bunnies i was like yeah i'm not doing this <laughs> i went back to my phone bro literally like what tubi did i don't know like that was i so still haven't clever. seen it like i saw that one part bro, they literally so they literally like showed Greg Olson and the other dude like they were like the background was the Super Bowl and they literally were like, all right, and we're back from the Super Bowl. And then it acted like all of a sudden the apps were changing and it like backed out, went, changed to a different app. So like I literally thought like Braden came and picked up the remote and was like running away with it and like changing the apps Buttons. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, because like it, they started it with making it say, with saying like, welcome back to Super Bowl 57, yada, yada, yada. And then it just started changing and you're like, no, 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 no. Like, I saw a uh, Philadelphia fan. He was like, on top of having to deal with the Eagles lost tonight, I also had to explain to my uh, mother-in-law that I didn't mean to call her a bitch when the 2B commercial oh, came Oh, I on. saw that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, that's some good, like, marketing strategy right there to fucking get people to yeah, pay attention genius. to it. I mean, Yeah, we're talking about it. Tubi, yeah, and 2B definitely could use it because, like, that's bottom tier. I didn't even know what 2B was. It's, it's a yeah. streaming app that's been around for a while, but it's bottom tier fucking streaming. Yeah, yeah it's TV. Yeah. Like, it's live TV, isn't it, it's, 2B? It's like the type of shit that has a fucking season of this fucking random-ass TV show that fucking Wallet's seen 3,000 fucking times. Godfather of Harlem. Yeah, they put Godfather of Harlem on fucking Godfather of Harlem. That's on Amazon Prime, asshole. I didn't watch any of They put the Superfan episodes of The Office on Peacock, too. I don't know if you guys saw that. They've been on there. They've been on there. Yeah, for like a week or two. For sure. I didn't watch any of those commercials, man. I just didn't. The Super Bowl? I was too busy drinking and paying attention to. It used to. I was there with some pretty important people, so that was fun. It used to be something that I, I paid attention to. The Super Bowl used to be something like you got glue in for four and a half, five hours, whatever fucking it is or whatever. Because not only do we have to see the halftime performance, but every commercial is brand new and they're all tr- competing and stuff like that. Plus, there's a Super Bowl. So it's just gotten to a point now where like the commercials are just whatever. I'm so tired of being forced. For that Jesus commercial. I don't know. If that Jesus yeah, commercial that was, weird. was the weirdest that shit. Was weird. Like, and this, like, coming from a guy who was like Catholic raised and 
everything. Right. Like it was so weird. Was it like, one of those ones? Like I get some on YouTube that they like, they they let they'll like show someone like getting bullied and cyber bullied for like thirty seconds to a minute, and then yeah. at the end it said Jesus wouldn't bully him, and it just fucking that's the end of it. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, it like was, it literally yeah, I point. see those. I'm all pretty the time. sure it was just like a black screen, and just said Jesus across it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah, it was like he he fuck? he cares about everybody or he's accepting of everyone yeah. and stuff like that. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I looked unless, over it unless you're gay. Well, I, well, no, I looked swim, over at somebody. They switched that up, bro. Too many gay people were leaving the church, so they decided to fucking, hey, you know what? We'll, we'll accept well, gay and, people now, too. Yeah, I looked that over, and every priest is gay, so it's like, Right, okay, exactly. Right, so. I looked over at somebody that was like, yeah, well, he didn't have to deal with the shit that we had to deal with, so. Yeah. Here. Okay. I know I'm bad. Okay, well, whatever. I don't care. Okay. I'm laughing. So. I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a kid's podcast, man. Okay, no, it's not. But the sports yeah. one is a little bit. It's our rules. It's it our is rules. our rules. You know what? You're you goddamn right, man. But anybody <laughs> else, do we have any closing uh, closing arguments, reactions? Godfather of Harlem. Okay, we're not doing what's, what you've been <laughs> sipping on, dude. It's it's not what it is. I think that, Every we, time. I think that we pretty much got this, got this one done, guys. I do. I think so. All right. Stay okay. on here for a minute. I want to say something after the podcast is over with. We no, have some breaking news. Now I don't want to turn up. Now I don't want to stop the podcast. I don't want to hear that. No, you got to. No, you got to stop news. the podcast. Fuck that. Nope. All right. Well, breaking I'll go news. ahead. I've, I'll I've go never, ahead. I, I, like, I've never breaking been broken news. up with. I just put my fingers in my. La 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 la. You can't <laughs> break up with me. <laughs> 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 up with. Anyway, this Happy has been Valentine's episode Day, seven. <laughs> Day after Valentine's Day. We love all y'all, by the way. Episode seven of the Sports Podcast. Oh yeah. Use code Mag fifteen at TrumanFactory.com. Yeah, for to get some candy. Get you some gummies, get you some candy. And if you're watching this fucking video, Truman, we have tried <laughs> two, three times now to get a fucking creator code for your house our rules, and you just ignore me. Nothing. So you told me you would do it. Fuck you, they, I got receipts. Recips. And I've I seen them. them. Recips. Episode seven of Your House Our Rules. One day we're gonna be bigger than this Truman fucking factory bullshit and we'll be able to Give them goddamn creator codes. Well, there goes that's our right. promo code. <laughs> that's that's, that's it gone now. Fuck. It wasn't there to begin with. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Oh, well. Have a good one, everybody. It's been uh, the Sports Podcast. Peace. Peace.